0: Attention students! The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class.
1: Center
0: of the universe Center of the universe Ben and Zach talk everything
1: Welcome back to Center of the Universe. Uh, so full transparency. Most podcasters wouldn't say this. This is the third attempt because I'm bad at technology, but we're going to go ahead and go forward anyway. I could have lied. I could have said this is the first attempt, but that's not what you—that's not the level of an you know incompetence that you all have come to expect from me. Uh, so I have a brand new setup, as I've shown you guys on social media, and so I wanted to use that to talk to awesome people. Um, you know, right now we're all kind of living in this time of uncertainty, and um, I want to talk to people that I think are positive and also are being affected by this. And so my my guest, the third time I, I have introduced her. <laughs> ah lovely um she her name is stepstool sarah she is amazing she's an amazing follow on all social media you know she blesses the timeline with with, with dancing and her love of white monster and of a power lifting and that's actually things i, I want advice i want to get from her because i'm started to lift i'm not anywhere on her level she is a, a an actual power lifter where if i can lift you know the, the 35 pound dumbbell i'm pretty psyched about it uh she does ring announcements the third and hopefully the last time I had to introduce her. Here's Stepsville, Sarah. Sarah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's recording. Ha ha. (laughs) It's just a, it's a modern miracle. So yeah. So, um, we kind of talked about this off mic, but so you have been, um, affected like, you know, very personally from everything that's going on in the world, all the cancellations. So like what, what, what's going on with all that good stuff?
0: yeah so, um, obviously, we all know that uh, wrestling is on a hiatus right now, so that was the first thing to go um and luckily, the last show that I got to attend with a live crowd and and everything like that was bizarrely so which was just great and then, um, this week my job uh went to put because um it's retail and it's in a mall uh, so that's us, and then, as of last night, my gym is now also closed for the foreseeable future, so I'm just kind of wandering aimlessly through life now.
1: Well that's I mean that's rough. I I mean with the live crowds. It's so I mean have have you been watching um these empty arena shows that WWE and AEW have been putting on?
0: Uh so I turned into one of the um but I don't really watch any main roster stuff anymore. Uh, but I have seen the I saw AEW this week. Um, I obviously watched GCW last night, their first night of the Athens Cup. Um, it's it's interesting. Um, obviously, it's not what anyone wants right now, but it's what we have to do. Um, and I just I hope that none of these people out wrestling uh, are carrying the virus, since obviously you don't know if you have it because you don't show symptoms for like ever. So I just hope the best for everyone. I just want everyone to be happy and positive. Um, you know, and, and if we have to do the empty things for now, then we have to do the empty things for now and make the best of it and, and bring joy to people still um, somehow. I know last night watching GCW, I was extremely filled with joy because it was a good time watching it, seeing uh, the rest of the wrestlers, you know, just they're having a good time showing each other on uh, is definitely the morale that we need right now.
1: Oh no, I totally agree. And like yesterday, I was supposed to be at um, uh, GCW. Was supposed to run a show here in Cleveland. It was supposed to be the four four zero show uh, with Ricky Shane Page and all those guys. And um, I'm 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 now I'm firmly in the Ricky Shane Page camp. Uh, I don't know where you where where you lie on that. We we might be at, at odds. Do, are, I'm definitely at
0: odds. I'm like I'm like right down the middle. <laughs> I can't, like, pledge an allegiance, like, some one side more than the other because I um, adore both sides evenly from my own, uh, my own. <laughs> and so it, it's been interesting to see all of this unfold over the last few months, but uh, I'm firmly uh, in the middle, and I give everyone my love equally.
1: That, that's good. And, and I, I, I think it's – I am more on the side here because – so I'm friends with um, – Uh, Zach and BJ, uh, who uh, directed Powerbomb, um, which actually, if you want to go online right now, you can go to iTunes and and you can pre-order Powerbomb. Their movie they made with Matt Cross, uh, Greg Irons was, was very much involved, Ricky Shane Page is in it. And so all, and all those guys are being in Ohio, and I live in Ohio now. So I definitely, um, I definitely uh, support them a whole bunch. Uh, it's, it's been interesting. It's been d- really dividing the uh, Cleveland wrestling scene. Lots of drama with that, but. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it, it's yeah, it's like with AIW and uh, some of the yeah, uh, yeah. it's 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 been interesting to see how that the, the drama has gone. And I was really wanting to go to that show and see because I've never I'm not a big deathmatch person per se, uh-huh. and so that's why I bought a ticket um, for like all the way in the back because. Um, like schlock was going to be there and like I was like yeah I don't want to inhale all the like uh light tube uh, fumes Um, but-
0: listen I I had this conversation the other day like between my mom and I talked to Alex and I was like listen right now I would definitely take some spooky ghost stuff over some coronavirus I was like it's fine a little bit of spooky ghost stuff a little bit of glass fuck it I'll take that over coronavirus any day now
1: I mean that th- you're not wrong that you're not wrong at all it's but I mean like these empty arena shows, like yeah. I, I am glad that the workers are getting an opportunity to still do what they need to do. I know that like black level pro is really being uh, proactive and trying to raise money for the, you know, all these, all the uh, the wrestlers. Cause that, that's the, I think that's the thing that's really like bummed me out the hardest. Cause I mean, I'm very fortunate and lucky that like my job and my wife's job, were are we pretty safe, but I have so many friends that are in the service industry um, that are you know involved in wrestling and involving all these different you know parts of life that are shut down right now. and it, it, it makes me feel guilty and sad and upset. and like especially with WrestleMania weekend being you know pretty much I mean, canceled, like very much changed you know canceled and all these you know companies, like I, I worry that some of these companies aren't going to come out of the other side. Now I think that wrestling fans have done a good job at supporting people, but I think it's how long can that be sustained? I think right now there's a lot of momentum, but the longer this goes on, the less dollars people have to support other people and not just themselves, and that makes me nervous.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's hard because the future right now is very much a void black hole and seeing how China and Italy and like other countries have, you know, slowly been working through this and now, you know, we're right behind them, but we still have no idea how long this is going to take, how screwed we're going to be, what we don't know what the future holds. And that literally is like terrifying, scared, anything like that is an understatement. Like there's no way to describe
1: it. Well, and also we have, um, we'll call them inept, uh, to be nice people that are leading us, um, more like mm. fucking morons. But I mean, I, I will say that I'm not a big fan of the governor of Ohio, but he has done a, a decent job, um, at, you know, Trying to lead this thing as best he can, uh, compared to like mm-hmm. the idiots that are like, "Oh no, it's the flu, it's the flu." Oh no, actually, what? No, we're wrong. Sorry, not even that we're wrong. Just a uh, flip on a dime. But uh, that could be a whole other podcast. But uh, kind of switching to things a little more positive. So, I guess for people that don't know your story, like, how did you get involved in the world of wrestling, and like, kind of what is your your origin story, uh, becoming you know this really big force in wrestling.
0: Um, so, I mean, like, obviously a lot of people are like, oh, I grew up watching wrestling and this and that, but, like, unfortunately, I didn't have that past growing up. Um, I didn't have a Stone Cold in uh, fourth grade that I got for Christmas. I had an Attitude Era game for PlayStation, um, but for some reason, I never actually, like, watched any wrestling growing up, and I kick myself in the ass for that now, uh, because, obviously, I was born in 90, so, like, I would have been... Uh, in the prime time to watch like the Attitude Era and like everything after. Um but I got heavily into wrestling about seven years ago. Um just watching WWE and like and I was like, oh like what you got you into like just not like who did it like for you. And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't remember. Like my memory is shit as is. Um but I just know that I was just completely like mesmerized by it. I, I thought it was cool. I was like, you know, whatever, you know, it's a new a new thing to watch, you know, let me get into this and I've been going hard with that ever since Uh, some of my friends um, that knew that I liked wrestling and they liked wrestling had told me about independent wrestling um, and told me about some of the local shows in the area so the first show that I ever went to was PWCS which is Pro Wrestling Championship Series which uh, took their their end last year so they had their last show um, last year and the first pwcs show i was ever at um aca was there which obviously i had no idea who the hell this guy was um has since become a good friend of mine um viking war party was there which is crazy because obviously uh, uh who was in uh jake cornell was there now he's an extremely good friend of mine um and then after pwcs was famous anarchy which ran a month or two after that pwcs show So Circus Maximus 2015 was my first ever Anarchy show. Uh, I was hooked from the start, obviously from PBS anyway, uh, the whole vibe of independent wrestling was so sick. And I've been to every single P W C S show. I've been to every single St. Louis Anarchy show ever since. And then um, obviously being a photographer, I've been a photographer for over 10 years. Uh, I went to college for it. So eventually... I started taking my camera with me to shows and would just shoot from my seat because I didn't know anyone. And uh, the more that I got to know people, the more that I got to show my pictures. I eventually got to shoot kind of ringside for PWCS, which grew to actually shooting ringside for PWCS. Um, And then I had put up a Facebook status uh, just random as hell that oh, maybe I want to be more involved one day. I don't know, doing what? Like, maybe ring announcing something. I'm just talking out my ass. had no idea what I was saying. And Matt Jackson, who runs in this anarchy, messaged me and asked if I wanted to ring announce for him. I, in utter and complete shock, said yes. I agreed. (laughs) Why? I was like, sure, why not? Let me me try. And he told me, like, I'd be trained the day of. They'd walk me through things which kind of happened, but not as much as I thought that it would. So I basically kind of got thrown to the wolves day of. Um, and so stateless Anarchy Circus Maximus 2016 was my first time ever ring announcing. And that was back when Anarchy was still running double shots. Uh, so they would run like uh, Friday and Saturday uh, for for a weekend. And that whole weekend, I did not eat anything, barely. I had no appetite. I was nervous to tell. I that was also the same reason where I got the name Scep so School uh from a fan because obviously I'm very small. Um, I also wore like a skirt and dress my first two nights ring announcing because I was under the impression then that that's what you had to do. Um, you know, because that's what other female ring announcers did. Now I know better because I have to fucking do that. Um, and so I had to find a schedule in the venue to uh, get in and out of the ring because back then Anarchy had an old ring and it was higher so I was like I can't get in and out of this thing properly. So I borrowed the step stool for the venue and a fan in the crowd goes, it's step stool Sarah y'all and I was like, Okay, I like that and I essentially got my own step stool and everything has just somehow grown from there. And even my mom is still surprised that I'm a ring out there because she just sees me as was like Sometimes very shy and like closed off person, which I definitely can be. Um, thanks, social anxiety. Um, but yeah, I just go out there and do it and I just transform into a very high learning version of myself. Well, and like you just
1: like, and I, 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 one, also, I understand social anxiety, it's the, the best. Um, especially the, this time of you know, everything that's going on is making it so much better. Um, but no, like like when I first was introduced to you just through like, you know, people sharing uh, like gifts and videos and just like, who is this person? And then like following you, like you just have this, you know, you clearly have this love and passion for wrestling. It's a it's a very clear like anyone who, you know, sees you talk about wrestling and hears you talk about wrestling. It's like you can tell like, oh, this person. Absolutely loves it, and but man, getting to see like you know the, the origins of like someone like Warhorse, who is just so omnipresent now for for you know all the right reasons. He's so awesome. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, I just that is. I that like uh, that's what I love about independent wrestling is that you get to see these people you know kind of try things out and maybe you know the first thing doesn't happen but like I mean I I was lucky enough here in a um in Cleveland to see uh, a very early Danhausen and um mm-hmm. and the production and the production there was actually uh, a guy. Colby red, I want to say was the first, was the, like was part of the production very early on and he didn't work out for any for some reason. And then, then brought in this guy, Dan house. And I'm like, well, this guy's different and kind of weird. And then, I mean, he, but he meshed really well with Eddie only and Derek direction. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Frankie Flynn, who is also someone I absolutely love and adore. And, I mean that's my fair thing about about independent wrestling. I think that it's you get to see these people, you know, try things out. It's kind of like stand-up comedy where you get to see them try yeah. out their material and then they they work it out and but that's that's, that's Now also, you are a big proponent of, of of women's wrestling and so much so that you have a podcast that is basically centered around women's wrestling. And so I guess like Tell, tell me about like, you know, getting into the the, to the women's wrestling and like, you know, what made you want to have that, you have your podcast, which is amazing. And I definitely want you to plug the hell out of about, you know, just kind of where that came from.
0: Um, so that happened so randomly. Uh, so Brian, who is my co-host on, uh, it's evolution baby, um, messaged me out of nowhere and approached me about the idea. I had no idea who this guy was. We still never met, which is the funniest part. Uh, he's in like upstate New York and he approached me and talked about wanting to start a podcast about women's wrestling and wanted to pitch it to some networks that hosts all kinds of podcasts. So I was like, all right, sure. I'll give this a try. Why not? <clears throat> and so we filmed or b- recorded a like pilot episode and sent it to them and they were not feeling it they're like well you know maybe if you guys get more cameras to dream maybe like guys on the road will pick you guys up uh and we eventually just were like let's just do it on our own like why not and and it's a year later and we're still going strong still trying to figure things out getting the hang of things um i'm still trying to get used to it i try and watch all the women's wrestling that i need to for our podcast sometimes it's hard to keep up with um sometimes my own mental health doesn't let me uh give my all for the podcast And no, i'll admit that openly but uh i still go on there and i still try to have fun do my little air horn noise look, you know it's a good time bless the smell.
1: Well, and, and I think I, I like the podcast because, I mean, there's so many, obviously, like, you know, as someone with like a million podcasts himself, like, there's so many podcasts about wrestling, but it's nice that there's a, a podcast about women's wrestling because we do live in a, in a time where there is so much good wrestling that, and it's not just women's wrestling, it's women, you know, wrestling, wrestling that is done, performed by women, and there's so much good. There's still some not great. There's still some mm-hmm. like a- a- AEW for all the things <laughs> that they do well, have not really figured out women's wrestling quite yet. Like it's, not yet. it's real frustrating. Cause they like, I feel like it's a lot of like a take a step forward, take a step back kind of things. Some weeks are awesome. Some weeks, like they'll just, they'll knock it out of the park. And then some weeks you're like, okay, wh- wh- where's the women? Like you have like someone like B Priestley who I love, kind of disappears like I understand she has her commitments in stardom and in the UK but like she just disappeared for like a couple months and then she's now she's kind of back with in an angle with Nyla Rose um, mm-hmm. I mean I, I guess like what would you be if you had to kind of analyze what AEW is going for their women's you know from your expert and I will call it expert opinion Like, like what do you think are some things that they could do to fix the problems they have
0: uh, they could definitely focus on a woman more. I feel like before they went as public as they have before they started running the Wednesday shows <clears throat> and they tried to hype up that their women's division was going to be different than WWE, blah, 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 this and that. You know, they, they made us believe that it really, really, really was going to be different and that they, the women were going to get more focused on. And that hasn't happened. There's one women's match whereas, like, now NXT at most has three women's matches and still has like promos and segments and other things that happen but yet aew maybe will get half of the women's match or you know if not maybe we'll get like two on dark which is very rare but i feel like that they definitely need to shine more of a light on the women's wrestling they need at least two women's matches on their show and i don't think that that's asking too much i know that a lot of men Men out there are going to think that I'm asking too much of that on a goddamn wrestling show, and I'm not sorry for that. They need better storylines that don't make them look weak and boring. Like, I don't know what the shit is where they keep having Britt come out and cut these forced, awkward promos, like, and make me really uncomfortable. And then obviously, Swole tried to save it last week, and that still ended up being even more awkward than than anything else. And it bummed me out. But, like, obviously we know WWE has the worst storylines for women and makes them look like complete shit, like that they're just bitches and divas like they used to be and that they just want to go after everyone's man and they're cucking and, you know, acting like they're gay. And I don't understand it, but, like, AEW is a look little bit better but like i said i think the main thing is that the women need more attention they need to be booked better they need to get the proper storylines to make them look stronger make them look you know just as important as the men do some fucking inner dinner matches why not
1: Oh, no, I, I totally agree. I, I digress. I, well, no, no, I mean, I agree. Like, I think there's, uh, it's not, it's not like a lack of talent on AEW's part. They have a, a good roster. I think they could bolster a little bit more, but you have someone like Chris Statlander, who is awesome. Like Britt Baker, I like Britt Baker. I'm a little, also a little biased. Uh, I think, like, I've seen her act well. Like She's in Powerbomb, and she does a really good job. And so I'm a little bit clouded by that. I think that I, I don't hate the promos, but I want to see her wrestle. Like that's the thing. Like I, but I will say I do love that how she's leaning into the fact of like you know I'm a dentist, right? And because I know you have been a big proponent of like, oh my god, if if they say she's a dentist one more motherfucking time, like, oh my god, it's like I yes. Like I understand. Like that is a very impressive thing. Like you know she's a doctor. I get it. But like it's that's not the only thing. And I feel like they don't do that with 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 men. Like, like, I mean, every now and then, nope. like someone like Jr. will like focus like, oh, he's a, you know, he was a college football player because that's his fetish. And hey, we don't kink shame here. But it's like, I don't know. like I, I feel like you have. And like, I, I think while she was, you know, definitely put us in decent matches, I wasn't the biggest fan of Riho. But just because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of the, the Brock Lesnar effect of she was, you know, never there, meaning the fact she mm-hmm. lived in Japan didn't help. But, you know, I love Nyla Rose. I think she's great. I'm, I'm a little bit, one of the things that also that, that AEW said that we were going to do is be inclusive. And you have someone like Sonny Kiss on the roster who's barely used. And yeah. I, I was at uh, a taping of Dynamite here in Cleveland and he came out, um, he was the first match. He got a good, he got a good pop and he's like, he's entertaining to watch, but he's never on Dynamite. He's if he's on anywhere, he's on dark. Like the fact he was on mm-hmm. dynamite this week. I mean, he was in the crowd, but he wasn't. And like, that's the thing. Like, and I, I do applaud how a W has not like, I don't know, patted themselves on the back like, like WWE would do a million times over for having a, a transgender woman as a champion. I do appreciate them just saying, like, you know, okay, this is, you know, instead of saying Nala Rose is trans- look what we have a trans- transgender champion. It's like, here is a woman who happens to be transgender who's our champion. And I appreciate that, but I, I just, I feel like that some of the, the first press conferences they had way back when, they kind of... Promised things they haven't quite delivered on when it comes to, inclu- in, you know, being inclusive and women. So that's a little frustrating.
0: Oh yeah. uh Cody tweeted out a thing that was like, "Hey, text this number and you can talk to me." And I was like, "Bet." So I texted her and I said, "Hey, uh we met before. You worked in Glory Pro Show against Elgin a few years ago, and then you made me show you all my tattoos at Hooters afterwards. Uh, I have a campaign for making that wrestling is for everyone and making sure that like, people are safe." and welcome at wrestling service. And I think that we could work together to bring this to a bigger light and a bigger platform. So I don't think he's going to care or son, but I shot my shot.
1: (laughs) Well, I think like you're in a position where you are like, especially on the independent level, you know, and you are someone who is respected and like you are a voice and like you have admonished people that are, you know sexist and transphobic and homophobic on on online and I'm, and, and also in person like i i have i read you know in tw- in tweets that you have helped shut people down and i think that that's important that's important that someone who is has a voice and has that power uses it because i feel like there are times when i've been at wrestling shows and I'm not going to go into too much, but the reason I, I don't go to AIW shows anymore is because there were multiple occasions when homophobic things were said by both crowd and wrestlers and they were not shut down. And it's like, well, nope, I'm, I can't do that. I can't support a company that is going to let that, that kind of thing slide. And I think that we, we have people that, you know, like yourself that are in, you know, places of prominence that are helping the community out. And that, is one of the many reasons I think you're amazing, and so I think it's 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 good. Like you know, again, like maybe Cody responds, maybe he doesn't, but at least you, you're you're putting it out there, and you're someone who has that voice, which is an awesome thing to use. Thank you. Well, so now if people want to support you during this time, because I think it's very important to support the people that we, you know, support them not just with our love and our good vibes and our likes, but also monetarily. If people want to do that, what are ways they can help support you through this kind of uncertain time?
0: Um, I have some 8 by 10s for sale that I will mail out uh, at the point of the post office open. Um, I have a Patreon. Uh, I think it's just patreon.com slash steps for uh, Sarah. So I'm sure you can just Google Patreon and my name and it'll pop up. Um, I have tiers that like start like $2. I have a $5 tier and then I have like a $10 random tier that kind of gets you access to everything that i do including a private instagram where i pretty much use that to post uh with random dance videos and other things um what else um i don't know i accept donations if you just want to do that and then um i dabble in selling private photos where i have drop boxes because sex work is valid work so if you're interested in that uh hit me up
1: it's very important to also remember that um, don't be creepy. Don't be yeah. creepy. Don't be creepy. Cause that's the thing. Like, you know, you are someone that is, you know, you, you, post a lot of pictures of yourself, but that, that is not inviting the creepers out there in the world to say creepy and, and do creepy or request creepy things. So let's make that very clear to the people. And luckily I don't think any of my, my listeners are creepers, but you know, just because people are, you know, Selling out pictures of themselves doesn't give you the right to, you know, call them names, request creepy things, like. And you're very right. Sex work is valid work. There was, a, I think, someone who, I think you maybe responded on on Twitter, was like saying, like, you know, I can't believe all these women wrestlers are like selling pictures of themselves, and da, 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 da. It's like, you know, what? Does it doesn't, like, you know. Fuck you for you know, you know, you know, trying to go after someone who's trying to like feed themselves or you know, take care of themselves, and it's just mm-hmm. that, that that kind of thing always always kills me. It's the, like you know, yeah, yeah, you're creepy enough that like you're gonna you know maybe go try to steal their stuff or like if someone gets their their all their stuff leaked, you'll go look at that. Mm-hmm. But if they're trying to legitimately sell things to you know you know monetize their body, like oh no, then they're, they're a horrible person. Like no, that's. That's not okay. Um, you also do have a, a t shirt for, available for sale. That, that's right?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. It's on, uh, it's through What a Maneuver. I have a store on there and they have all the options available like t shirt, hoodie, tank top, uh, baby onesie, youth sizes, whatever. Um, I have that design. And then um, eventually, I don't know when, but I have a new design that you guys will like a bajillion times better. Um, that will be dropping on the independent wrestling TV store. Um, I know Jerry said that he's waiting for the rest of these to get their designs in um, So fingers crossed that that drops sooner than later because I love that design that was made for me um, So keep an eye out to the independent wrestling TV Twitter and my Twitter for an announcement about those coming out like I said, I have absolutely no idea <laughs> when that's going to drop. Yes, yeah, so now I have my other sure
1: and available through what a maneuver. Awesome. Awesome. Now, one of the things that we do on here, and I usually like to spring it on people because it's fun to do that is, you know, the podcast is called center of the universe. And so I like to ask people, you know, at the moment, what is the center of your universe? Now that could be anything like a song, a movie, a, a match, um, so I guess, like, right now, while you're trying to, you know, be positive, stay positive, I guess, like, what's one thing that has been kind of the center of your universe to help you kind of get you through some of this tough time?
0: Um, I guess Twitter, uh, mostly just because we're all, like, ten times more active on there uh, than we were before, and it's nice to still have ways of talking to people, still have ways of, you know, putting out content, still have, you know... Uh, eyes on you so I think I think it's Twitter right now
1: and if people want to follow you on social media how can they do that
0: you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at my podcast it's evolution baby is on Twitter at it's evolution pod Uh, yeah
1: all right. Well, I, I want to thank you very, very much. I think you know, this is, I think you're trying to stay positive and, and that is an important thing. Um, you know, hopefully we will get back to life as normal in the near future. And, uh, I would love for you to come to back to Cleveland and catch some wrestling here. And I don't know uh, if, like, I know you, you kind of went around to some Cleveland things now. Did you get a chance to go to melt while you were here?
0: Oh goodness. Um, I did. Um, Oh man, uh, <laughs> oh, I hate talking about this because so many people have sent me for it. Um, Justin from Wrestling Tears, um, Arthur McArthur, uh, Mikey Montgomery all already know about this. Uh, so, so me and Mikey went to melt and uh, I had no idea what I wanted to get. I didn't know what I was hungry for. And I was like, oh, this meatloaf salad sandwich sounds really good. I love meatloaf. And I fucked up big time. It was not good. I was so disappointed. And now all three of them shunned me so hard still for one fuck up at melt. <laughs> and now I have to drive eight hours back for some time just to redeem myself and get something better. And that's my awful milk story. I have no hate or no disrespect or anything against melt. It's super sick. There's a lot of things on the movie that did sound good. I just, I fucked up.
1: It's on me. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the first time I went to Melt, like, one, like, you you need to be in the mindset to go to Melt. Because the sandwiches are out of control. Out of control. Yeah. And And uh, I do want to give a big shout out to to Justin from Wrestling Cheers and Wrestling Cheers in general. Awesome dude. Really awesome dude. Yes, big love, big
0: love, big
1: love. Love that guy so very much. But, um, yeah, and, and like, also there's a place in town called Happy Dog. If you're a hot dog fan, they're really oh. good hot dogs. I'm
0: in, I'm in wrestling. I mean, actually, of course I like hot dogs. Brother, give do me a hot dog and a handshake any
1: day. There you go. There you go. Well, next time you come into town, <laughs> like we'll, 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 I'll take you there. It's, it's awesome. They have like a million different toppings. Um, also they have you can get Fruit Loops on your hot dog, which sounds weird, but it's actually pretty sick. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, Sarah, so thank you so much for being on the podcast, and and thank you for being such a just a positive person, putting out positive content. And like I said, like like your dance videos, like they bring a smile to my face, and you. you you just you bring a smile to a lot of people's faces, so I want to say thank you to that, and I'm sure many people want to say thank you. So thank you very much. You know, keep your head up, and hopefully we will see you back in a ring, announcing, and I also commentary. I think you're awesome on commentary, so please oh, keep yeah, doing you. that, and hopefully we will see that continue on in the very near future.
0: Thank you. Of
1: course, of course. Now, um, you know, obviously, if people want to listen to follow me on social media, I'm at Center Club, S-C-N-T-E-R. This podcast has uh, social media at Center of the U on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, Zach for Zombies is um, my co-host. And we'll be back, actually, with an interview that could be coming out soon. Um, And we'll also be doing another uh, Good Brother podcast with our good brother, uh, Jordan. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Keep your head up. If you need anything, please let me know. I'm a helper. I like to help people. I like to send people food and I like to send people money and I like to send people, you know, this love during this time because it's the only thing I can do. So uh, you know, and like the good doctor once said, keep on keeping on. All right, talk to you later, guys. Bye.
0: It's the center of the universe.
1: Center of the universe.
0: It's the center of the